From the studios of Worldwide Sports Radio Network, you are listening to Behind the Barricade at the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Anthony Carragher here alongside Rodney Harris and Kaylin King. Chris DeCarlos is not here today as he is on assignment. Uh, he had some stuff to do today. Lack of better words. So, yeah, he what? Yeah, he had some good shit to do today. Um, so he will not be joining us today as it is the Three Musketeers, the Triple Threat. Where is Rodney? can't see him yeah you can he's right there where no nobody can see he's him. right there if you if you look closely enough he's right there in between the in, in between like the the yankee stuff there he is well Anthony Kagarati Harris Kalen King here and we have a jam-packed show for you today as Raw was good Smackdown yes. was good I guess Heyman Hustle did his job um Slammiversary is today the G1 uh Block A thing yesterday was Climax. climax. I was going to say Climax, but I didn't think it was it. Climax was yesterday, and we had some quality matches, as I saw. Um, Yeah, so really, really interesting, good week in wrestling this week, and I was thoroughly surprised that Raw was good. So for the show that we shit talk every single week, we'll jump into it. But first, I do want to thank, I do want to give a shout out to True Heels and to the Jobbeteers podcast as I listened to True Heel Heat on Friday, and they gave us a shout out. So I do want to give them a shout out. Um, make sure you tune into their podcasts on Wednesdays and Fridays. Jobbeteer podcast on Wednesday, True Heel Heat on Friday, as well as Tom Fraser from IWW giving us shout outs. Make sure you check out a Money Label Network on YouTube and see all the back scenes of Breakthrough. And me and you are featured pretty heavily in that. I don't yes, know if you saw really, that. It's really really cool. I, I was like, see it. I was like, damn, do I actually look like that so make sure you check out <laughs> make sure you check that out as the well the answer is yes yes you do I know right camera adds on a couple hundred pounds but um only saying. about three yeah, 300 pounds no three for you it sure the hell look like extra 300 pounds so make sure you check that out so let's jump right into it Monday Night Raw this week was, was good entertaining and there were so many points where I wanted to change it and be I like what else is on but I was like nah I gotta keep watching all right. Uh, the way it started off was my favorite out of everything, because it started off with just action. Literally and a kaboom. Bro- it started Bron off with a kaboom. Bron comes storming out. Bobby Lashley comes out. Bell rings. Bobby hits him with a spear. That was it. I was like, okay, so I guess we're going at it now. It's a false count anywhere match. These guys are outside the ring early. They're throwing each other around. That's the way that big guys are supposed to be wrestling. That's literally what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they wind up at the top of the stage. You know, Bobby looks like he's setting up for something big. Braun decides to spear Bobby through the Titan Tron. Explosion happens. Corey Graves drops an S-bomb. Which made it more believable. Which... I have I have a lot of comments on the antics that was happening on both shows. I just felt it, I loved hearing like hearing the real kind of factor of it. It mm-hmm. did make it feel believable. Yes, but it felt like a reach, and it I just felt very forced. Which I see with the direction in which you're going after reading I all the reports his, all week. This was fine, but once again, Renee ruins every every single everything. <laughs> Anything what, that what could be made perfect it, is her. 
and it just ruins everything. What made it so cool was that he ran down there and was helping get these two gentlemen onto a stretcher, helping, calling for help. Like, he felt concerned. Like, oh, my God, these guys probably killed each other. Like, yeah. it was crazy. Literally and figuratively. And when you see. I turned it on at the 10-minute mark, so I didn't realize what happened. Oh. I was like, oh, my God, like, something actually, like. Because they had that only one still camera shot. For a second, I was the like, oh, this is, like, was not supposed to happen. Like, yeah, the like, way that was, they were talking I, about it, I was like, oh, like, somebody's, like. This she is was gonna, like, Ooh. I was like, this is going to be like and, our own and you know, situation. And did you see how the camera right? stayed in that one shot? And yeah. then they went to commercial, came yeah. back in the At same one spot. The, still in the same That's shot. Then they like, panned oh. out to the crowd. It was like, and dude, did they really get hurt? I like, don't know if you noticed, but they also killed all the lights. Yes, they the, did. So it made it seem like, all right, shut everything down. Shut everything down. The one, the one camera, whoever, shout out to you, producer man, who decided to put that one camera in the corner that made it seem like the camera that wasn't there. Um, we have a lot of comments going on right now that says, am I clear to call now? It was a 30-minute wait. Uh, we're going to open the phone lines in about 15 minutes just so we can you know, start the show, and then you guys can call in and give your comments on what's going on. So if you want to call in at around 3 o'clock, 631-676-2968. 631-676-2968 is the number to call. So with that being said, you're right, yo, that that camera, that still shot, they didn't come back to just some bull crap of like – you know, they didn't come back to Dana Brooke in the ring. They came oh. back to the same angle. Which you made mean it seem... they didn't do flex, flex time with Dana Brooke? <laughs> oh, no, no, they didn't do flex time no. with Dana Brooke. Oh, no. I didn't give Braun the spot where he gets up and says, I'm not finished with you. No, both of them were finished. Like, it was, that was it. They're going oh, to emergency. God. They're going to a medical facility. Um, you see, Renee said hospital. She messed yeah, up. Yeah, you messed oh. up. Can't be doing that. Medical facility. Can't be doing that. She obviously has listened to the show because we have a list of words you're not able to say. So it, it did start off good. Bleacher Report gave that an A. As it was. Because it As was a it was. great way to start the show to keep you interested. And it got me. So I said, all right, I'm going to give you another hour to try to fill me in and get me going. Then the New Day Viking Raiders situation happens with, with Samoa and Joe choking people out. You know, it was I I like how this is starting up and Samoa and Joe and the whole few with no, Kofi Kingston. Tag. Uh, I was like, oh okay. All right, I can eat that. And I was like, all right, fine. It is what it is. You're building the Kofi Kingston Samoa and Joe situation. Nice, done. Fine. Not a problem. I, the match was good. The match was solid. It wasn't bad. No problem. Then we go to, well, I might also point out where they messed up in production. Because to start the damn show, the Street Profits was supposed to be a surprise on Raw. They peaked, they <laughs> quickly flashed the Street Profits on the screen. And they're like pointing at something in the sky. And it comes back to the crowd, the bronze, bronze music hits. I was looking at my phone. I was phone. like, what the hell is that? I was looking <laughs> at my phone at the moment. And my buddy texts me and goes, Street Profits on Raw. And I look up my TV. I'm like, no, they're not. Did I miss something? No. But yeah, and I came back and they just went. It was hilarious. The promo they cut backstage was cool. Um, it definitely, you can definitely see signs Again, that they no, fit I, on Raw. They fit, but I don't understand what this like fascination is with putting champions on TV. And then, like, Not are they gonna anything. make? Are they gonna make them drop the titles too? Like, like, what is the point of these tag titles? Of like, we're just gonna call up. It's not, but it, in a way, it's weird because is it a call up? Like, are you? No, it's you definitely just, not a call. Up. Are you just featuring them on Raw to just show who they are because you want to do something oh. at a later date? I mean, 
That's what Chris says that they should do. And I, I, I hate to agree with Chris, but it got a point because now it made the common fan look at those guys as they're funny, they're a tag team, you know. And now when they do come up eventually, which may be a month, two months, maybe after SummerSlam they come up, they drop titles at a TakeOver Toronto if they're doing a TakeOver Toronto. Um, they drop the titles, they get called up. Like, who knows? Who knows? Um, Janelle says, Heyman wanted a fresh face on TV, not a call-up. And that she has a point. They they're fresh. Yeah, they're new. I get I get that, but it was it was just funny how it was done. I loved it. Um, Heyman was that gorilla the whole night. That's what they said. Um, so he definitely changed some things around, changed some pointers that he wanted them to emphasize on, and they didn't drop the ball with it. So he made sure that it was done right in a way that he wanted it done. I mean, and that's what he gets paid to do now. That's, and the fact that he was in Gorilla is a good good point, too, because he sees everybody right before they walk out. Yeah, Vince you was know? sitting right next to him. So it was you got the approval from the big man. So Apparently that's Paul was the one that made Seth put his tail between his legs and apologize to, to uh, Twitter. Oh. I mean, he should have. The bank account line, he said, was definitely not needed. I and mean, it's one thing if you want to be Team WWE, you know, prep. Like, Especially when so many guys preach, like, it's not about the money. I love doing it. Like, now you just look like a dude. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to rep your brand and talk your shit. Like, it's one thing if you're there and you're, being, and you're yeah, saying. We'll get, we'll get to that. I don't we're mind gonna... people being proud to work in WWE. That's yeah. great. That is where a lot of people go and want to make it. Like, we're you itching. can love where you want to work, but you can't go like, well, ha-ha, I got money, and you don't. It's like, well, but I'm But we're inching closer stuff. to that because it yeah. falls into the Maria Canella. Is such yeah, but shit. hang on. Before we move on, I do want to give a shout-out. Listening for the first time ever from North Carolina, Baby Bulls. <gasps> My baby boy. Yeah, Megan's baby is listening to us, so Ugh. hello, Mrs. baby. Mrs. Bulls' baby boy. Mrs. Bulls' baby boy baby is listening boy. to us from North Carolina. So with that being said, let's continue on with Raw. Is this but, our youngest fan? But that's probably, that's 100%. The youngest view of all time. Um, um, Kofi lost. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. It works. It fits. I, I'm cool with it. And like I said, it pushes that storyline forward and that's what you want to do you don't have to have him win every damn match but it also because a lot of people would disagree and say well champions are not supposed to lose Rodney not on television not like that well it's okay to take an L because it also puts that person that's challenging them over and it makes it legitimate that they can actually beat them so I, I can't sit here and say in every action cartoon or every show we watch, we always seen the bad guy at least get one good fight in on the good guy. Yeah. So if we're going bad guy, good guy, bad guy, and that's kind of how WWE kind of normally does their work. I need something believable to know that Joe can beat Kofi Kingston. And he constantly puts him to sleep. So when you watch that match, obviously you're gonna sit there and think like, "Oh, is this the one?" Especially with, with the way WWE has been listening to their fans in a sense, and how everyone's pretty much. Don't want to say they're over the Kofi title run, but they're kind of stale on the Kofi title run. I wanted run. to get your opinion on something that's going to lead into, um, it's going to be right after we talk about the Raw segment about something that you always say. But okay. um, right now, as you, see the, as you see the storyline start to progress, um, it it's keeping me intrigued. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm liking the fact that Joe is being super aggressive mm-hmm. and it's really pushing Kofi to the limit now. So it's not Kofi's not in these hokey kind of situations anymore. He's also and also he's a WWE champion. So you got to put him in a legit situation. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler was a good situation. It was a good good feud. I like that. Let's not step away from that. But 
let's keep Dolph around to keep things keep mixing it up. What we saw on Tuesday, we'll get into that too. But right now, his focus is on Joe. Let's keep it Joe all the way to Extreme Rules. But leading on to the next segment on Raw after the Joe Kofi situation, past the Street Profits is the Undertaker segment. Now, bad. Listen. <laughs> I'll give it to you. It took him longer to get to the ring oh than to say God. what he had to say. And even when he was saying what he had to say, now listen, I, last week I sat right there and, and preached that, you know, I don't mind it. You know, I don't I don't at the same time. But but Ugh. Taker's promo. This is painful. It was. It was painful. I don't know. Like. I'm sorry, man. It was, I, know it, you, I, know the, I know you love the nostalgia of, of The Undertaker. And but Taker doesn't have to talk. Like that's he, the, he just needs the dong come out. Yes. Oh, my God. And fade, he needs to just... He, Why he, couldn't the lightning strikes in the ring be enough? Like, that's it. That's, that's how we built need. up WrestleMania 20. That's all, Taker didn't pop up at no, all until WrestleMania. That's all you need. You don't need... If you wanted to scare Drew McIntyre, Shane, just have the lightning strikes the way you did in the ring, and that's it. Have the... the the, the music come on, the gong hit, no Undertaker, no problem. I want one of these promos to just be somebody getting struck by lightning. That's <laughs> oh, the biggest man, thing. Man, I'm fantastic. Add. Like, come on. Um, but, but, yeah, so, I mean, it was a be- that was that was probably the worst part on Raw. Yeah, it was kind of like a Debbie Downer. It was like, I don't want to say a Debbie Downer, but it was like a really down point. It was like, all right, time to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that was that was the worst part of Raw. And, oh, my God, Shane and Drew's face. <laughs> Listen, I know it's not real, but like at least slightly sell me on it. Don't sit there. <laughs> the look on their face I is like so bad. Shane was like scared, and Drew was like, I really don't care at all. Like he was like, all right, fine. Which is cool Shane because. Shane was the one that was like, oh my God, he's going to take her again. He's coming again. Yeah, like, but it was just cool that Drew's not supposed to be scared because Drew's like a, yeah. a psychopath and things like that. So it's cool that he's not scared, but. It would have been cool if, like, Shane hid behind Drew and just stayed behind Drew or just tucked tail and ran yes. and Drew stood there. But, oh, my God, the look on, on Shane's face just – and then the promo itself was just like this whole segment's going to hell in a handbasket. No pun intended. Really, really <laughs> but fast. But it also led to a really bad – well, it was almost a really bad match because I give Natalia a lot of credit, too. Um, it led into the Lacey Evans-Natalia match and – that progressed that storyline with her and Baron Corbin being a, uh, I would say, in cahoots, meaning working together, kind of, to get Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins to get those titles off of them mm-hmm. so they can become champions. That I'm, I'm, in, I'm actually enjoying this storyline. And I'm actually enjoying Baron Corbin's work right now. Um, I felt that... It would have been a really cool way to for Seth to drop the title and have Baron be the champ. And that's what me and Anthony agreed on. He's hot as a heel right now. They hate him to death. They 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 hate Baron Corbin. Which but a perfect way is to, all yeah, he's a perfect way to really get more hate on him is to put that strap on him and have him parade around with him. But who says that can't happen on extreme rules to lead into SummerSlam? Uh Chris Brown comments, um, if Le- from WrestleFeeds.net, if Lacey Evans does win the Raw's title, Roman title in Philly on the 14th, don't expect her to be a full-time champion because she's going to demand weekends off. Champions are sometimes needed at a moment's notice, but she will want a raise for that kind of service. Getting weekends off might be a mess of WWE's house shows as well, but she doesn't seem too concerned with it. At WWE, when I become champion, I demand weekends and holidays off and a classy raise, of course. 
We will have to wait to see how things turn out in Extreme Rules. I think that's kayfabe. Mm. So yeah. Russell feeds you got you got doofed. You got got. <laughs> you just got got. Um, let's get up some of the comments real quick. Christopher mm. Brown agrees with Janelle a thousand percent, a thousand percent that AJ Heel is best for business. Yes, we'll get into that. I'm, 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 I'm excited jump to all get into that. that because why couldn't why can't it happen later? No, it needs to happen now. Cool, and I'm happy. It wait, I'm happy. It waited it. a whole week. Oh. I'm happy. It waited a week. I was happy. Oh. Uh, Megan goes this way to set up Taker versus Drew. Apparently, that's Boo. the that's the. Uh, that's the lead going into we don't SummerSlam, this Taker versus Drew. Give we don't Drew want something it. meaningful. He came back and was red hot <sighs> and then a key, and then it's like, oh, never mind. Uh, Janelle goes, Shane looked like 1999 <laughs> Shane when they kidnapped Stephanie Facts. <laughs> right before the higher power we showed. He did. Uh, Janelle also says Becky and Seth are the worst couple on screen. Ooh, are they? <laughs> yes, they are. It's they, painful they, to watch. They look like they don't like each other in it's real life. It's literally painful. Like, they, they're so awkward. It, I feel so conflicted because I part of me is like this, this is, can't be real. This is why this reminds I, me of like I'm, I'm hoping, Kristen to push. Stewart and Robert Pattinson that like when you're a kid you believed it was real and I was watching <laughs> Twilight yesterday I'm like oh wait this real. was absolutely a publicity thing because they <laughs> broke up right after the show and the I was, movie I was ended. sitting here saying I can't wait to get to this Maria Canella situation because it wasn't Maria's fault why some people said it was bad. To I me, it was I Seth Rollins. I thought it was fantastic. So to me, I thought it was Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch that really brought down that segment. Because it's just very awkward. They are the most awkward couple I've ever seen in my life. She said to Becky, you bring your bitch and I'll bring mine. And I, was I was like, like ooh, spicy. Who, who did Mike Canella's Cheerios pee? To? Like, who did he pee on? Like, oh, what the she f- said, so next time I'll get Becky to impregnate me. Yeah. I was like. My favorite part of that whole thing is not even, he's not even Mike. And you just hear Mike in the ring go, you're pregnant? <laughs> uh, which and then, he, and then he goes, how did that happen? Which, which she, is, she actually uh, is pregnant. Congratulations. I know. Congrats, so Maria. that would have been kind of interesting if, like, that's that the hilarious. way she announced the mic. Like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Uh, Megan Bowles, the Maria segment made me feel like a kid watching Raw in 2005, yes. again. It did. Because they had pregnancy yes. scandals all the time. But, yeah, no, I mean, it did. That It threw it back to the early 2000s. Um, they try to throw it back to the 90s with the Shane McMahon Taker one, but that was too far of a throwback. Janelle no, said, when your girl smacks your ass, that means you lost. Damn. Sucks. And I lost, Janelle. I lost a long time ago. But um, mm. did you lose? No, why? No. Nah. There's wifey in the corner. No. Nah. All right. Never lost. <laughs> Never lost. Never lost. Yeah, she said. She said Lita and Kane. Yeah, you're right, Megan. Lita and Kane. The whole the whole pregnancy thing. Then Snitsky wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. Where the hell did he go? Oh, he's now selling. He's now a cook. That's Lars Sullivan. He sells blunders and whatnot. I I actually knew him for a little while. I thought he just got jacked and became Lars Sullivan. Which, might I add, where the hell is Lars Sullivan? He had surgery. Oh, he did. Karma got him. He's not gonna be wrestling for about nine months or something. Oh, he got. He got surgery against Lucha House Party. Karma. I mean, injured in ha- him well. against Lucha House Party. I don't know. Oh, that'd be perfect. Been. Perfect. But we <laughs> can't get a good two out of three falls match on Raw. Which do you know why they're doing Elias that? And the Miz. Do you know why they're doing two out of three falls? Do you know why? No. Do you not really know? No, it's not. I'm trying to throw you the bait, Anthony. I don't know if you know it. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you as a person. Okay, cool. Well, they're doing two out of three fall matches because Vince doesn't like doing commercials. 
anymore during matches. So that's why I'm doing two or three falls matches. So like pinfall, go to commercial. Come when they come back, they start the second fall. They don't like doing commercials anymore. I don't know. So that's that. smart. I like that. That's the last little trick there. I see. You. I see you, Vince. I see you, Vince. I see you. But great. It was fantastic. The Miz got it went over. Some people didn't like it. No, they said the fall. The first two falls were too quick. I said no. It was solid. Keep that feud going. And I said a perfect way to if you stick because Shane is still involved with this whole Miz thing. If you ever want to implement the Miz yeah. in there. Go ahead, you can. It's you, still open. That you still left the door wide open for that to be rehashed and for that to be a thing. The Miz, I gotta give him so much credit because he's done a tremendous job this year um, with every every situation he's been handed, with everything that he's been given. Working with Shane, trying to make that work, and he everything he's done so far in 2019 has been okay. And I have to give him all the props in the world because he's been literally taking whatever he was given and making the best out of it. He's a tag champ at one point. Like you understand, know like this this has been a really good year for for the Miz, and I think mm-hmm. no one is giving the appreciation that he deserves. And his show right was time. great. Yeah, his show's fun. He's been doing. You're right though, because he's been doing so much. Yeah, he's been doing a lot, and no one's giving him credit for it. I'm gonna stand like right he, here. And he say, has I want to know why no one's my wrestler of 2019. Yeah, he definitely is a workhorse. Like he doesn't. He's not doing a lot in the in terms of like championships and like storylines and figurehead things like that. But he's on every Raw in like a match every week. House shows on top of the on top of the. Uh, Miz and Mrs. But I appreciate it because I think it's safe to call him a veteran now. He's been there like 13 years. Yeah. That's what veterans should do. You take your step back and you acknowledge like, all right, I don't need to be in I don't the main need to story be in the main. Like, I'll work with other people because he works with people that are newer. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Shane McMahon, but that doesn't count. But uh, like, I appreciate that he does take his step back and like knows like, all right, I'm not the best. I'm not the worst, but I'm not the best, and I'm going to do what you need me to do. But he has been really good he in the ring. He paid his dues. Chris, uh, Chris Rodriguez says the Miss has been awesome the last two years. He has, just overall character-wise. He has been awesome. I think he – whoa, are you okay? You no, the table. No. <laughs> he has been awesome. No, I, no, I think that he's been fantastic. And Why are you holding your laptop like that? I, I always do. I just what always – I go like this all the time. Nice. Uh, I told you she's in rare form today. Megan Bull says, "Why is this net just now bothering him? We've been cutting the commercials during matches for years. I don't know because Vince wakes up in the morning and goes sneezing. Not cool. Not doing it. No, nah, I can control it. God damn he it. Not he was watching Raw back. Was like, God, too many commercials. So before, get rid of the match. before we get to the AJ Styles segment, because I'm pretty sure that's gonna go for miles. Um, what would a bliss? You just go skip over. Well, I want to get yes, into. I want unimportant. No, it actually was really good. All right, go ahead. Get in the moment's bliss. It was sucks. very good because it pu- pushes this idea of her. Nicky. Nicky. Well, some people call it thicky cross. The going. It's inappropriate. I don't care. Listen, you know what? It's though? all over Twitter. You you, you want to know what though? I'm, like, I'm sorry. Just, I. I love me some Alexa Bliss. Girl sticking in a bowl of oatmeal, and everybody is talking about it on Twitter. So we're gonna we're gonna call it call it what it is. I love me some Alexa Bliss, but I also love me some Bailey. But Nikki Cross is low key very attractive. (laughs) I like me some Nikki. She's also a good wrestler. Yeah, she's also she's a fantastic wrestler. Yeah, she's also attractive. And apparently, the way they're booking is she's better than Alexa Bliss because everybody Alexa Bliss loses to. Nikki comes back and just Which wins. is awesome booking like, because nothing, that's how you like, push Nikki Cross. It's so great. And I Carmella love it. Beat Alexa I love Bliss it. In seven seconds. And then Nikki beat a lot of her Which is all, because you know this is going to lead to Alexa Bliss getting the title back, right? Oh. Because I can't this wait. is going to. This could possibly lead to Nikki Cross getting the first title run. Off Alexa Bliss. 
It's literally I'm, it's I'm cool there. with it. I'm cool with it. I love it. I think it's great. Chris Brown, uh, that was another thing about Raw this week that bugged the shit out of me. They were doing the commercials every 10 minutes during the first hour. Is going to become the new norm, or is this past week just an exception? Um, I think they, because they need to cut, they need to do commercials ever so many commercials in oh, the hour. So, so I think I think with the whole like blow up the thing and quick go to commercial, go to commercial, go to commercial was so this way at the end of the show there wasn't that many commercials because right now the way Ross shit, the way Ross uh, set up is if you go to commercial and people leave they're not coming back so right now the least amount of commercials at the end of what Raw kid, the better but it's what can they do the double screen square thing they do with Smackdown it's, it, I, I like it better that way so it's at yeah. least I can see what's going on I don't, know, I don't know why Raw doesn't do it's that. It's the same ad. It doesn't have to be on my whole screen. Just run the ad in the corner. I don't know why Raw doesn't do that. Like uh, run the ad at the bottom of the screen. You do. You see it during Maurice, Steve Wilkos. They run the ads now at the bottom of the screen like a sports ticker. Yeah. It's crazy. Why can't you do that? I don't This isn't Maury. But my, but my whole thing I is recommend going to Maury. It's still production. If they're paying for one thing, tell them to pay a little less and do it that way. I don't, I don't know why they don't do it. To be honest with you, I know they do it on SmackDown, but it's it's a cool thing, it's a cool concept. They do it on sporting events now, yeah. all the time. Take a moment to see from Spectrum and Spectrum Man in the corner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but this moment of bliss thing is definitely setting up for Nikki's. I hope Nikki's first title run. Mm-hmm. She definitely put a lot into the business from the NXT and then coming up and getting all the shit handed to her with Sanity and not being Insanity and not being used and Insanity breaking up and you know she definitely deserves a title run and she's good in the ring. You know, and I think the storyline is setting up for her to eventually win the title. Because it'd be cool if Bailey dropped title with Likes of Bliss on, on extre- oh. Extreme Rules. And then that would set up maybe Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I, I know like you it. don't like Alexa Bliss as a champion, but wouldn't you like Nikki Cross beating Alexa Bliss for the title? Yeah, but at SummerSlam, is that a caliber match that you would want to see? Yeah. That's going to put butts in seats? I mean, if- At the moment, sure. Maybe. Ronda Rousey Alexa Bliss was last SummerSlam. That's Ronda Rousey, though. But I'm That's just saying. Different. I'm saying, though. But, like, Alexa Bliss wasn't the selling point in that match. It was, it was Ronda Rousey. But Nikki the crowd loved. The... They love Nikki. They might not love Nikki as much as they love Bailey, but they love Nikki. And I think that as I they keep. I just think we need to chill with these one or two month title reigns. Which, okay. I agree with that point. I agree with that. But if you. The way it's booked, I have to call it the way I see it and how it's booked. The way it's booked is that's what you're setting up for. Especially so you might as well pull the trigger because if you don't pull the trigger on it, then you wasted all that storytelling for what? To put one person over? Well, I'll and that, and get that, into that because we got news news in the women's division. Oh, so. What's the news news? You oh, got news news? About the whole... I don't know why I didn't think about it, but the whole reason why the women's tag titles got so messed up. Oh, I didn't you know, know this. Because you know this? who wanted to come back? Who? The Bella Twins. So they dropped the titles. Sasha and Bailey dropped the titles to the Iconics because the Bella Twins were supposed to come back that Tuesday and wrestle the Iconics and take the titles from them. Okay. Oh, my God. But, but I also heard... Nikki had to retire. Yeah, I heard so Nikki had to So they scrapped that whole thing, and then we're like, oh, so now we don't have any plans for you guys. So that's why the Iconics aren't doing anything. <laughs> wow. Because of the Bella Twins. Again. <laughs> Again. Wow. Oh, Lord. I, I thought for sure the, true. <laughs> I, I thought for sure the Bella was going to touch that title at least once. Oh, no. I thought they made that title yeah, well, for the Bella Nikki Twins. Has, like, some yeah, stuff she has the neck. edge injury, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Like something with her neck or... Oh, she's got something on her brain, too. Oh, Jesus. 
damn. She all type of messed pray up. Pray for her. Yeah, I actually pray, pray for Nikki. She's fine. Well, Nikki, not Nikki. Because I love me some Nikki girls. Nikki girls. I love her just because of she Game of Thrones. Why every Get, time she speaks, I think of Game. Yeah, Game of she just needs to come out to dun 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 dun. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, that's how they speak. Yeah. That's how they speak. Yeah, I can. You, can you just see Nikki like Nikki? I, do you want a title match? I. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Feel bad for you. Why do you feel bad for me? Oh, not watching Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. oh, with the way you guys all crapped on that last season, I don't no, care. No, Rodney never crapped on the last season. Care. Rodney was the only you person that even, sat here and defended the last you season. You haven't even watched the last episode. Yes, I have. Exposed I finally it. watched it. I finally exposed. watched it. Big I finally watched it. Big Little Lies is not better. Big Little Lies is very good, but it's not better. Yes, it was better. I can tell you what's better. Letter Kenny. Yes, it is. No one even knows what that is. No, no, no. A lot of people know what it is. Well, I think we all know that the best show ever. That that show has won awards for comedy anyway. in Canada for years and years. Schitt's Look, Creek is better Canadian. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Don't you? Ooh. Does Schitt's Creek have a whole fan base page on all social medias? Yes. Does it? Yes. How I'm strong a, is it? How I'm strong? A, I'm in a Facebook group. Compare compare she's Creek to the Letterkenny group, and I guarantee you it's I'm not even close. Somebody you from Canada, please watched, back me up on this. Have you ever watched Shit's Creek? No, I don't so waste my time. Up. The so name of the show up. just got me angry. You would have been <laughs> like, what is the right. Sounds like a horrible show. I'm not gonna <laughs> no. watch. Nice. Well, speaking of Shit's Creek, it seems like Ricochet is up Shit's Creek. They're on a paddle right now. <laughs> Segway because of heel AJ Styles. There we go. This is fantastic. Okay. You have the good. I told you she in rare form. The, we talked about this last week. I got yelled at by you talking about Rodney. You gotta wait. You gotta wait, Rodney. No, I'm not waiting no more. You have the opportunity to do something here. Let's make, let's make it happen. The, what they did on Monday night with the club and AJ and Ricochet was fantastic. Okay, you the Smith. Oh my goodness, the way that the club just baited both of them into the situation. Well, they baited AJ more than anybody. And had this man approach Ricochet, smack him in the face, and then the smack back, and then led to the match, which the match was great. I honestly thought AJ won the title. I was like, what? Then we had the whole leg under the rope situation. Ricochet comes out with the win. AJ turns heel. And that's a perfect way to end Raw. And I said, the way that you keep Gallows and Anderson under contract is you got to team up with AJ. That's the only way they're going to stay. Sign a four-year deal. Not it with AJ. Finn Balor needs to be next. That's what I. That's what I feel is going to happen. He's, this trio is going to run amok on both shows, and they're going to capture Finn Balor with them. It's going to be. Um, they're going to run rampant all the so way through. I saw something, and it was obviously fan booking, and I saw it. I thought of you, and I think it's the perfect. You thought of me. I thought of you. Oh man, he's thinking about. I me. think this is the perfect, perfect. Perfect way to set up a Survivor Series matchup. Okay, Ooh. you have Ooh. you have AJ Styles uh-huh. and guys. If you like my idea, throw in the comment section. You think you love it? You have AJ Styles and you have the club running a mock mm. right all the way. They beat Ricochet or they could lose to Ricochet. I don't care. They don't need no titles. Lose to Ricochet, but they still run out like Nexus style. Just the three of them, just destroy Jumping everybody. You know matches. They you know yada yada yada. Right. Come around, come around like September, maybe early October, they go ahead and get Finn Balor, 
in in their little in their little trio. Finn turns heel. Right? Finn turns heel. I love it. You know, maybe a title match, you know, WWE Championship match against Samoa Joe. I don't know who it is. But regardless, doesn't matter. Finn loses, the club comes out, and they all shake hands and you know, Finn's not the champion, but he's now part of the club. And they run amok all throughout October. They turn around and say that we are the best stable in WWE today. Oh, yada I know where yada you're yada. Going. I know where you're going. You know, you are listening. You are listening. You are watching the era of the club. Mm. Q undisputed era. Andrew set said the, the same thing. Set up the Survivor Series match. Andrew said the same thing coming home from Spider Man the other night. I really said, got worried that you were gonna say, Out comes Degeneration <laughs> X. I was like, No, no that's gonna be for <laughs> Super no. Throwdown number nine. <laughs> Super duper throwdown. <laughs> Sorty blood money five. Now, Sorty blood money super duper. Now the whole. The, <laughs> I said money. it would be a tremendous match, but the problem is, I said Gallo. I told Andrew Gallo's way too damn big against these guys who are all mid-sized. Don't wrestlers. matter. Don't it matter. It just be look really weird. All of them all evenly sized. It, it would be a tremendous match. can't do match. nothing about his height. What do you want but us to do? Just, he would stick out like a sore thumb. Get smaller, but god damn it. I would tell good you right shit. now, <laughs> I would love to see O'Reilly chop him down with the leg kicks and just beat the hell out but of yo, him. But yo, can you imagine like that's how you like you have Oh my god! Do oh my god! Do it the first night on Fox. Stop! Come on, man. Or Come or on, man. or you really want to be cheeky? Do it on SmackDown, the Whoa. first SmackDown of AEW week. Like AEW is going to debut that Wednesday. You right? You up. turn around. You say, "All right, AEW. You know that's cool. I got Ooh. Adam Cole, AJ Styles, Finn Balor. I have Bullet Club. Anderson. Bullet Club. <laughs> All in a match. And the, oh my god. Oh, the roof will come off. Are they going to be Stable Center, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. For Survivor Series? No, no. For the first episode of SmackDown. Oh, yeah, first episode of SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Stable Center. Right. The roof will come off. If they can run crazy, they need to do it sort of in the context of the NWO. That's what uh, that's, Chris just said. Yeah, like just come out and just wreck That's shit. why I think that they should be designated to SmackDown to... Get Adam Cole and Undisputed Era called up so they can get to SmackDown. But can you I just don't want them on Raw? Can you just imagine that Survivor Series match, Undisputed Era versus the Club? Stop, man! You get me. I can't do that. I can't. Uh, Tom Fraser goes, "Hey, behind the barricade after the show today. Be sure to check out the trailer to Inside Breakthrough, a documentary about our first show, featuring Behind the Barricade's own Anthony and Rodney." I hope that's that's us two. We're there. We're there. Um, so I'll make sure I get the link, and I'm going to put it in the uh, in the description above. And when you guys are done watching the show, make sure you click it. I saw it. It's actually really good. Yes. We featured a lot in it. And like I said, you know, we're, camera adds extra 300 pounds to me. So make sure you click it and watch it. I'll put it up in the comment section. Uh, excuse me, in the description above the uh, comment section. So make sure you go watch it. But, yeah, uh, I thought that would be awesome. I think that's what they need to do. Yeah, it's It's... Perfect. But they're not going to because I think this summer, I mean, this uh, takeover is going to be the takeover that they all win the belts. Mm. But who says they can't drop them in September? Uh, they're, they're not going to hold them for a month. <laughs> but you know how they do. This is how they do business all the time, man. Nothing, nothing is forever in here. You know how it is. Guys, you if you want to call quick... in, 631, sorry to cut you off, 631-676-2968, 631-676-2968, number to call. You know it's a cheap pop. They want that cheap pop. They want that quick moment. That's how WWE works. But with these two guys now running, from what I heard, now, it's what I heard. Bischoff is not running SmackDown just yet. He's going to wait until after Extreme Rules. Okay. I don't know. That's what I read. I read it from multiple articles. 
I heard that too. But um, but they said Heyman had his paws all over Raw. You could see it that Heyman had his paws all over Raw. Yeah, with all you could pick out the Paul Heyman spots, and and, and Paul Heyman probably told Kofi on Raw flip off Joe on Tuesday. Mm, <laughs> mm. I was like, man, birds being flipped, s bombs being dropped, f bombs being dropped. I was like, man. Oh yeah, like, with Kevin like, Owens. Yeah, it sounds like we're Kevin, sliding. Kevin Owens. Sounds like we're sliding away from um, the PG era. The PG era a little bit here, but that's what also read too. And I told we we had we had this conversation all the time between me and Anthony, and he's right. They play to the children because the children are the future, and they pride themselves on playing it to the children because we were those little kids before too. Yeah. But at some point, I mean, I'm still a little kid. You gotta. They're not gonna <laughs> go fully P. They're not gonna go. They're not gonna leave. Go back to TV 14. But they're gonna push the envelope as much as possible, like to the brink. They're gonna be up like, against the glass. They're gonna be like Glee. They're just gonna be like, all right, what can we do? Sing, sing show tunes. Like, <laughs> come be racy. Corey Grace probably was like, shit. <laughs> yes, I did it. I did it. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can curse now. Like, yeah, to an extent. And it was so delayed. So Heyman probably like, do it. Don't you do it. Do it. Don't you do, do it. it. Do it. Do oh. It. Do it. Oh sh- shit! I did it! I did it! I did it! I did it! <laughs> but and they're gonna push the envelope. Hospital? No, stop! <laughs> That's too far. They're being to the hospital. Come on, Renee! <laughs> Cut the shit! I did it again. <laughs> but I tell you, they're gonna push the envelope as much as possible, and that's what they need to do. I understand the kids are watching the show. I know, but did you have more and more shows now that are pushing the envelope towards? I won't say. Cartoons are pushing the envelope yeah, at this they, point. They, they, this is what I'm saying. Like, I we also have to remember. Ask me about nudes on my phone. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, we what can't you, keep treating answer? kids like they I don't see no. these things. Oh, okay. Because we were seeing these things. You. Breaking news. You don't. Good to know. Wow. Can we not do this on the air right now? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, some of the comments were like, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we just lost a view. <laughs> yeah, we actually did lose one viewer. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, look. <laughs> he probably went to Google. Kaylin. <laughs> Stop. Don't give them That's no ideas. Animal. All right, Kaylin, you're awesome. The, thanks, all right, thanks but we see, we see kids now talk about a lot Hospital. of things. Our kids talk about cigarettes. They're not even 10 years old. Like, this is, this is gone to the point where... When do we stop babying and stop trying to shield everything away from the children? Like they, it's out there. They, they, they're doing it already. Yeah, you're right. And it's like we can't stop it. It's no way to stop it now. The ball's already rolling. Google's a thing now, guys. Like, I'm not saying go full blown, go crazy, but push to the point where it's almost it's okay. But to also you can use that to show that it's not okay to do certain things. It's. A, like you learn, you can learn a lot of right and a lot of wrong from wrestling. If yeah, you, because of that good good guy, bad guy matchup. Mm-hmm. Like it's not good to talk about someone's family. It's not good to talk about someone's injury. But like yeah, um, but, with the three sixty five for Alexa Bliss, she was really honored to lose the title to Tanaya at WrestleMania because she said that whole entire um, the whole entire storyline was about body shaming and bullies and stuff like that. And she's like, and Nia beat the bully and yada yada yada. So that was really nice of me, like. Good to see the bully. <laughs> How nice of me. Yeah, but no, it was good to see the bully like lose the, to the you know to the kid being bullied and she yeah, overcame. Yeah, WWE was, ruined it by the next storyline making Nia a bully. Yeah, so that's because WWE totally forgot what happened. 
Oh like, no, they think we forgot. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's, that's the problem. They think we forgot. Like they think we don't. So at some point, you, you had to push the envelope a little bit, and I'm thinking I finally see them trying to push as far as they can, um, and that's cool, and I'm fine with it. I just don't want them to try to go over the top. I felt like a lot of things were forced this Monday and Tuesday. What do you think was it's forced? It's not comfortable like the, when the, they're the, forced. The, the cursing spots, the Corey Graves cursing spot felt a little forced to me. Did it catch me by surprise because I wasn't expecting it? Yeah, but as I'm thinking about it and I saw the rest of the night, I'm like, I think ah, the issue I felt a little forced there. now is that we have social media, so they like to remind us every day, mm-hmm. and they keep putting out new angles of that shot. Mm. And I'm like, okay, but like now you have one behind the stage. Yeah. So now it makes me think that that was probably fake. Like yeah. now you're ruining it by like just leave it at just that one angle. Yes, not yeah, the yeah, don't. And when Michael went, oh my god, this was just such a scary moment. Let me show you guys again what happened. Like, no, well, Mike, I don't you're, you're like, talking and just, like and these then two he lost goes, an arm. And then he goes, this was scary. Just one more time. I'm like, like when no, no, God no, no, rest no. his soul. But like when Owen, you know. Passed away. But Owen passed. Yeah, I know. When Owen passed away, you know, Jr. and King didn't go. We had a scary moment. Let's look at it one more time. Like that. No, no they, that's how you knew it was well, real. It's different. It's different. <laughs> but that's the point. It's but no. But scary moment. Let's someone, watch it again someone, in slow motion. Someone died. Like that's yeah. But again, like and getting CPR in a ring. Like, no, I know that. Yes. But I want to. I want this to seem real. Like that was real. Hundred percent. That was real. I'm not but I want to. I want to make sure this is. I want to see this is real. So don't show me again in slow motion yeah. from different angles. Don't and show me Bobby, from behind the stage, and then say, show me Bobby just laying down with random explosives going around. He's just laying there. I'm like, all well, right, but not for nothing. Bobby ate a mean tackle from Braun. <laughs> you see the look on Bobby's face. I like they probably both got hurt, not because of like oh, the explosions man. and stuff, because they ran into each other. Like they ran to each other, and the stuff dudes. they probably landed on oh, behind oh, them. Look like it hurt because they <laughs> cut to that cam, that side cam, real quick, and there was no, there was nothing soft there. No, like they didn't land until like. Metal and because when when floor. when, when Kane or Kevin Owens threw someone off the stage into a table or whatever, there was always that like that black seven little, foot padding that yeah, they landed the in. Conspiracy theory: padding. They did it because Fourth of July was coming up. Hey, <laughs> I'm just, Vince hey. is probably like, I have all this pyro, I gotta get rid of. <laughs> Look at that, guys! We finally got pyro. Oh yeah, we did get hey. pyro. <laughs> so pyro. at some point. You gotta you gotta push the envelope and it, like I said, don't yeah. Why do it couldn't crazy. we launch the pyro on the stage? Why do we have to just go like welcome the raw behind the stage? <laughs> like what? Just put all that pyro out there. Just make it blow up in, in front of me uh, behind the stage. I, I I love them trying to trying to change it up and get a little gutsy and a little. I won't say desperate, but. Um, Definitely not desperate. Just one that's um, forced. You remember when they had that week that they were like, "Oh, let me show Alexa Bliss with that or top on." Yeah, that, was, like, that, that was that's forced. what I'm talking. We were like, like "Why? Stop, don't don't do none of that. You don't need to do all like that, that was definitely forced. Yeah. Like a hundred percent forced. Like as much as I laugh at the Batista angle with Ric Flair, that wasn't forced. That was done very well. You know, that was, was done well as hell. But like but the the the, well. the topless scene with Alexa Bliss, why was it needed? Like, they could have been, Alexa, you're next. Alexa Bliss, live on Raw next. Like, that could have yeah. been it. You didn't have to, like, walk in. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm nude. <laughs> wow. That's what, that's what that's we what say. Like? We go, oh, my God, I'm nude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 
Definitely, she definitely didn't say, oh my god, I'm nude. Are you sure? Audition? She said, what are you doing? Yeah. Get, get out! Wait, you guys don't say, oh my god, I'm nude? When no, we no, don't. No, oh, no. I do. I do. You do? <laughs> yeah. Every, every like day, that. I just... Stand oh my god, I'm new! Stay here, Tommy from You get out of the shower and go, am I good? No, I just look in the shower and be like, I'm Nicky. Alright, we got Nicky. 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 The show's going off the rails. Alright, well, let's get it back on with Andrew. What's going on? No, he's early. Not going on. Hang on. What's up, pal? Why are you early? Yo, did you guys. I know I'm early because I'm walking up on the platform. And stuff, trip. But also, did you guys hear about the draft that might be happening after SummerSlam? The draft at SummerSlam? After. after. Oh. Imagine. The, yeah, WWE draft at SummerSlam. <laughs> so what is this draft that you speak of? It's going to be Paul Heyman and uh, Eric Bischoff. Oh, Throwback to 04, like, like Megan said. Damn, we just yep. going back. Renee Young's gonna start. We're in the ruthless. We're in the ruthless aggression no era now, guys. Yeah, we gotta get Young yep. John Cena again. But I mean, we did want John young Cena. We got Young John Cena <laughs> at Mania. <laughs> All right, so what's up, Andrew? Okay, tonight we got anniversary. Yes, sir. Yes, I will and be I watching. Like talk a little, I won't. Lot, got big talk about it. So Andrew, yeah, go ahead, talk about it, bro. Andrew, let's start. So, I'm a, uh, let's start from the bottom and work our way to the top. Um, okay. I'm going so I'm to I'm start you off with the Eddie Edwards versus Killer Cross in the first blood match. What do you think about that? I like that they're bringing blood on the TV. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. Do. More blood. We need it. I mean, not as much as AEW blood. Nah, that's a lot of blood. It's yeah, too yeah, much. AEW be pouring out buckets. Yep. I think Eddie Edwards wins this match because Killer Cross is will be finally granted his release yeah. on Sunday mm-hmm. or tonight. There's definitely Probably. a way to like write him off. Like he's busted open, he's dead, you know, type thing. Yeah. That's, that hopefully that match is like 15 minutes long. Shout out to Eddie Edwards, very match. nice guy. Hope you enjoyed yes. the pizza. We met him at pizza shop. He was awesome. Hope him you and his wife were cool. And I, I think this is gonna be a hard hitting, nasty, disgusting. Hardcore match that is just gonna get just get dragged out. It's gonna be blood everywhere. You see a lot of Kenny's coming out. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I want I can't wait. And then on top and after that you have the intergender match. Tessa Blanchard taking on Sammy Callahan. This this has been a very very good one. I wish that you would watch this match. I was, watch, I was watching some of it. It's very good. Tessa is fantastic. You know what's better than that though? <laughs> Listen. Big little eyes. It's <laughs> Sammy. Sammy taking the bat to Tessa. They're hitting that, yeah. hitting that in the midsection with it, and they had D'Lo and Tommy to have come out there and save her. But she didn't need to be saved. She didn't want to be saved by anybody. She can hold her own. And I think this is not going to be a quick match. This one's going to be a fight. This one's going to be. I kind of wish this is OVE rules match, but I like that. There's no. It's like going to be like. There's gonna be disqualifications, count out, but like it's gonna be the normal intergender match. Oh, this is gonna be a, real, a full out wrestling clinic. I, I think that you're gonna I, you're gonna get a solid wrestling match out of Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan. I'm hoping OVE doesn't interrupt this match and they give them like a good. Like, you know match, they so. are. They they're gonna come yeah. out and then they're gonna get sent back to they're gonna get sent to the back. Yep. But and then that, we, is, that is that match. Yep, then what, you, what's then, the next match you say? 
You got the three-way tag team match with the North, Ethan Page, and Josh Alexander against LAX and the Rascals. The North won the uh, tag team championships on Friday night at the Bash of the Brewery. Yes, they did. That, that was the big shock of the night. That made me, like, I was like, okay, that's how they will end the North to the match. Because I saw it somewhere that the North was supposed to be in this match originally, and then they got taken out. And I was like, oh, so that's how they made it into the match. Because they had that match at the Bash of the Brewery. They won. They put on an amazing promo at the end. Yeah, and... Which you can watch on Impact Plus. I tell you, a lot of people hate the North, but the North has been a really, really good tag team. And very good heels. Very good heels. You've you never you seen see them live. giving them hate on, on the impact tapings. Oh, yeah. You was giving you you and Ethan Page were going at it. Like, he, Andrew was yelling at his face. Andrew was damn near spitting on the man. Like, I said, go back to Canada. He told the man, go back damn, to Canada. Damn, Andrew. He goes, go I wish to- I would go back to Canada and get the hell out of here. Like, right? Him and Andrew were going back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. It was crazy. They go back to Drake Town. No, it was hilarious, man. It, it was a great time. But... It's, who do you, who you got going over in that match? I got the Rascals going over that match because they deserve it the most. I agree They've with been you. On clinics and clinics and clinics on. I agree with you one hundred percent. I think it's time. I think it's their time. You know, we all love LAX, but I think it's just LAX has had their run. They had their time. Let yep. the Rascals have their moment in the sun. This is the time for the Rascals to really run with those titles and make something out of them. I believe that they it's going it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. You got yes. this is gonna be fun. Now you got the four way impact knockouts championship match, Monsters Ball match, Rosemary, Sue Young, Jessica Havoc, and Taya Valkyrie. Who who you got winning this match? I hope Rosemary. Okay. I think Havoc's gonna win this match. All right. For some reason. Okay, okay. But I know you're looking forward to this match. I am. Because I am. once they heard, you heard Monsters Ball, I'm marked out. you went crazy. I'm marked out. I personally, I think Sue Young is winning this match. I don't know why. I just think that it's coming. I think everyone's not. Everyone's sleeping on Sue Young. Really, like, she's not going to win this match. But it's going to set up. you got to think about how the story can go if Sue Young walks out with the, with the Impact Knockouts Championship. You can go eight different directions here with with the story. You see Havoc turning on Sue Young or Sue Young turning on Havoc? Havoc, yeah, you can have that feud start to build. That should be a fantastic match. And I'm telling you right now, you want to see a scary – there's going to be thumbtacks. I'm telling you right now, some, a woman's going to walk out with thumbtacks pinned to her back. I can we, see we, Jessica Havoc getting slapped with thumbtacks by all three competitors. Rosemary's eating thumbtacks at, at the tapings. Somebody's getting walking out with thumbtacks in the back and the shoulders and the hair. It's gonna be crazy. Yep. So we next we got Moose taking on Rob Van Dam. I have R V D going over. What do you I think? I have Moose going over. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you think that I think it's R V D's time is up. Oh, all right. All right. Well do you do you see that Moose might get a get a title shot after this match or Yes, uh, I see him getting either a world, cha- cha- uh, world championship or the X Division championship match after this. Okay, okay. Uh, I like that idea. I like how I like how I had a little twist there. I'm leaning more towards Rob Van Dam winning this match because I see them trying to put the Impact title or maybe, like you said, the X Division title on Rob. But 
it needs to get off of Brian Cage first. And yep. it's going to lead me to my next thing, but we'll talk about that in a second. Rich Swan taking on Johnny Impact for the X Division Championship. Rich Swan, X Division champ, has been a tremendous champion with yep. the X Division. How do you feel about Johnny Impact taking that title off his waist? I think, he's, I think Johnny Impact is going to win this match. I, I feel my, the same way. My gut feeling is that he's cashing on his ultimate X for that match. That match. And then, because he lost his championship to Brian Cage, and you, when Impact rules is you can cash in the uh, X Division Championship for a future world championship shot. Yes, you can. So I see, I can see Johnny Impact catching in on Cage sometime when Cage is still like not 100 percent certain after like the match with Brian Elgin and like have a match on. Impact on Friday night. Okay. Not a hundred percent. Uh, Friday uh, Friday All right. I, I like I like the idea. Wish they're going with with that, and he could definitely cash it in, and that's the option that he would have. He. That's why I think this pairing of this match was going to play out and going to tell you a lot about which direction that they're going to go with their story as well. Because Rich Juan is going to step away from the X division a little bit, and I think he's going to get teamed up in a tag team. Um, at some With point, yeah, him and Willie Mack might run a muck in the tag team division to get those tag team titles. Um, I can't see him going for a Impact World Championship match just yet. It's definitely in the works. Definitely deserves it, but not right now. Um, I can definitely see him doing the tag team division first, then moving on and going forward with the with the World Championship. But to the final match of the night, Brian Cage taking on Michael. L- Michael Elgin. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. Woo, boy. Two big men running into each other. We've seen it at the tapings. This man, Michael Elgin, I got him winning this match. And let me tell you something. Big Mike, he's a strong dude, man. Yes. I see him putting Brian Cage to three power bombs and more two at the table and Brian Cage getting up and saying, this is This is going to be a hard-hitting match. This is what JR says. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. Oh yes, it is gonna be a slobber knocker. And I think how long? How long were you excited to say slobber knocker for? <laughs> I don't know, maybe like five minutes. <laughs> but I will say that we we are going. We're in for a treat. Dallas, Texas is in for a treat. They should be very very yep. excited. Um, some anniversary, guys. If you haven't you know, bought, set up your pay per view arrangements yet, you should do that right now. If you haven't watched any other storylines. Subscribe to Impact Plus. Get on it right now. You still got plenty of time to catch up. You want to see Andrew in the background by the entranceway and the tapings? He's standing up the whole night. The whole night shaking. Have him and Rosemary had a moment. He's yelling at you, Paige. He, he's doing all kinds of stuff. So if you want to see Andrew act a fool, go out there. I don't need and it. Pay attention. I get it every day. Oh, that's, oh that's such a, such a, oh, so such you, a bad I mood. Thought So the the link that you sent me, do I get ten dollars off? No. Yeah. I do. Oh. So I get to I get impact for twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, so. Andrew. Oh. I see. But how much I you see. get Extreme Rules for on Sunday? For for free if you have the WWE Network for $9.99. $9.99. Free for new subscribers. Well, I'm going to subscribe to Fight TV. Eh? $3.99. All right, Andrew. Have a good day. Have See you later, Andrew. Call. Enjoy Slammiversary tonight. Thank you. You're, you're Enjoy welcome. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Every time. How, all right, fun fact. Every, all right, little, let's go behind the wall here. Behind the Every, wall. Behind the wall. Behind the fourth wall. Every time, right, they have a phone literally directly like right here. And every time that kid says goodbye, I hang the phone up always when he talks. Right when he says like goodbye or see you later, I hang the phone up right in the middle of it. That time, I literally held the phone there for how long, Caitlin? Like a good four seconds. And he didn't talk. The second I dropped it, every time. But every time. He said. Scooby-Doo-Boo-Bop. boop bop uh, Joshua Green says big return announced for Monday Night Raw. WWE announces Rey Mysterio will return at Raw this Monday yes, night. They is did. Like and comment about it. What? Is that really a big? That's big. That's a huge. That's what we're calling big. I don't know if it's a big return. Do you think he might be this Roman Reigns tag team partner? Oh. Roman Reigns tag team partner. Yeah, obviously. I thought that was the Undertaker. Obviously, you're not listening because Shane McMahon is choosing Roman Reigns' tag team partner for about on Raw. Yeah, it's Roman Reigns and Vacant versus... He's going to choose Gilbert. We know that. Yeah, so, I mean, I want to get into who it might be, but we do have a caller. He's been absent as of late, but he's here today to talk. He On the phone, he said, you know what time it is. From beautiful, sunny Mississippi, what's going on, Aaron? Y'all know what time it is. What's good, crew? What's, what's up? What's up? up? What time is it? It is 3.36. I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to have to be that guy this week. I don't mind being that guy. It's all right. I'm going to go ahead and get right into it, man. Everybody's all hyped and whatnot. I decided WWE put on a good show last week. And it's crazy. WWE, Raw and SmackDown was good. I'm not I'm going to give them credit where it's due. But here's where the butt comes in. I don't mind them having a good show. What I hate is the fact that everybody's trying to throw AEW under the bus just to try to lift up WWE. When they only had one good show out of how many months? How many months of, how many months of tragedy? You're right. You're right. Come on. It's, and my I'm not problem saying... is with these fans. My problem is with these fans. My problem is with this thing. Man, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that there's no... There's not going to be any consistency in terms of quality shows. I'm not looking for every single week a good match. That's just not going to happen. It's impossible. What I'm looking for is consistency. And consistency being, can they produce the same level of entertainment, of same level of action on a relatively consistent basis? I'm not saying that we like every other week. Can they top it off with a good pay-per-view? Extreme rules. It's our face. It's our first upcoming pay-per-view that's that's being followed. That's being uh, led up to by semi-decent programming on TV. Whoa, whoa, all right, all right, hang on, hang on. I'll pump your brakes right there for you. You, I agree with you in the fact that one good Raw isn't going to save the months of terrible Raw. Oh no, no, no. Because we've shit talk Raw almost for the past year and a half on this show. Every Sunday. Every two to four. <laughs> we talk. We should talk Raw. Um, I will agree with you on that point. But I will say 
This last Raw on Monday was good. The Raw after that, or the Raw before that, I would say, was also quality. So your consistency point, you got to give it more than two weeks before you, you know, you know, yada, yada, yada. Now, I also saying this is WWE now going to put AEW officially out of business. No, AEW hasn't had their weekly show yet. But with that being said, Aaron, I want you to keep that same energy for AEW, though. When AEW has bad programming, I want you to call in and say, you know, oh, AEW programming is shit. But if AEW has good programming and it's better than Monday Night Raw, which it very well could be, you could keep that same energy and call in and say, I told you, I told you. I'll tell you, I'll I'll tell you this. You're not going to make much money as a company if you keep giving shit away for free. Facts. They had all, they had um, the first double or nothing, which they charged, what was it, 50 bucks? Mm-hmm. 50 bucks for the pay-per-view. I bought it. And, it, and you bought it, and it was a good pay-per-view, quality pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Now you had Fighter Fest for free. Mm-hmm. Fight for the Fallen is going to be for free. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't you keep giving away pay-per-views for free. That's not good business strategy. I'm sorry. Now, am I saying you need to charge 50 bucks for all these pay-per-views? No. But I'm also saying you don't need all these pay-per-views. You don't need them. You have your weekly show coming up. These guys, let these guys do indie appearances. Build your, build your rivalries, yada, 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 through um, being the elite on YouTube. That's what you can do. But, I mean, you're maybe gaining some interest, in a sense, with you know, Bleacher Report you know, streaming it and stuff like that. You're gaining some interest from people who might now tune into your weekly show. But you're not going to be getting, you're not getting shit if you give everything away for free. That's my point on that. And that's all now, I have to say. Now, I'm going to have to kind of argue you here, right. Anthony. All right, let's do it. And, okay, so you're right. They can't keep doing that. And I know Tony Khan too well, well, well enough, I should say. I'm not going to keep my horn and say too well. He, I know him well enough to know he he's not going to do it on, he's not going to give away his pay-per-views, his products for free on a consistent basis like that. Do I think there's a reason behind these two, these two pay-per-views of his are being given for free? Absolutely. Do I know he's going to end up charging the, the usual amount he did for double or nothing for all out? Absolutely. But As he should, as he should. As, yes, as he should. But there's a difference between AEW giving away products for free and WWE giving products for free. I'm not saying they have it. I'm saying there's, there's a difference between the two. Right now, AEW is in the crawl phase. They're in the crawl phase. They have to crawl. They have to walk. They have to run. They are building themselves up. They're getting their names out there. Can you afford? Can you afford to give products away for free at this current stage? Yes, you can. But can you do it every single time? No, you cannot. But now, so he's so as far as I'm as far as I'm concerned, like at this moment, he is doing it under moderation because these pay per views did not have as much draw to it as opposed to Double or Nothing or up the upcoming All Out. All Out has the most has the most speculation, has the most anticipation for for AEW right now. Why? One name. CM Punk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. But if you're still if you're still on the CM Punk's going to be at all out, uh, if, no, 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 if no, he's no, AEW, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. No, just saying. I'm not saying he's going to be there. Yeah. I'm saying it's the most talked about. Am I saying being there? No. But it's I, the most talked about because they're alluding to it. 
in a sense, they're alluding to it because of the stars. The stars on their product brand are, are the same as CM Punk's. That's what's getting them talking, and that's what's getting so much interest and draws there. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see that point, but I'll also say when... Shit, when WWE has a Raw in Chicago, people always... And it's a special guest referee. We don't know who's going to be. Have oh. you seen that at every show when they do the little trivia thing? Oh, they best in the world? And they go like, oh, who's the best in the world? Every single kid so far has gone, CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, good for him for sticking around in the sense of in everyone's thoughts and minds. But I will say this. AEW turned around and, and got a lot of good publicity and good press by saying the fight for the fallen show is going to go towards police officers that have killed, been killed in line of duty. Then why the hell are you giving it for free? Is it really the gate price? Really, you think you're going to sell out Jacksonville, Florida? Because if you think so, go look at the Rays who are in Tampa. Go look at Miami. There's but, other shit to do in Florida. But you're talking about a brand new wrestling company that happens to be red hot right now. I understand that, but get, but charge you could charge for it. People would buy it regardless, knowing that if I buy this, my money is going to some kind of charity. Why are you? And then and then Kenny Omega has the ball, like the gall, to come out and say, "Oh, WWE is putting on Evolve show the same time and date as as Fight for the Fallen on the WWE Network." Well, yeah, they should. It's an Evolve show. They, they didn't tape the Evolve show and put it on there. No, it's a live Evolve show that's happening, and they should. They're tr they want p more it's people. It's anniversary show, by the way. It's, it's not just a random Evolve show. It's the 10th anniversary of Evolve, a company that they have been working with, a company that has seen wrestlers such as the Street Profits come from there, wrestlers who were there really, really highly touted in Austin Theory, who's, come, who's going to be coming from there. So they should get this where you get the people who you get their eyeballs on these wrestlers before they become an NXT person. I think putting on the network is a fantastic idea. But the idea of AEW doing a show and like what you said, yeah. giving it giving it away for free is one thing. And I think the idea of that was to say, you know what, we need to get a little bit more viewership before we go to regular television. So let's give this one away for free. Um, and let's keep those eyes keep it's rolling It's the second one, us. though. I understand. I understand it's the second one, but you got to understand something. They haven't had television yet. So we, uh, we, can, we can afford to do that right now. But once, once we get rolling into the big show and right before we get to television, we can't give that one away for free. We can't give stuff away for free once we get on television. That can't happen. So Rodney gets it. So Rodney you, got, you it. have to get the eyes on the product. As much as you could, even if you have to bite the bullet and get, lose on these first two, you know, lose on these uh, in between shows, it's fine. That's I think that's the idea of what they were trying to shoot for. Um, I don't see many people shooting down AEW now. I see more people that was shooting them down starting to praise them. Um, it's like bandwagon. The bandwagon hoppers is always going to ha happen in the wrestling world. It happens all the time. So I understand the business model behind it. I'm pretty sure Khan, Tony Khan is not trying to give anything away for free on per like with uh, like just just because he definitely has a method to the madness. He knows what he's doing, but the man's the man's a millionaire. He don't he don't just spend money just to just to do it. He has to be some meaning behind it. So I, at this point, they can they can they can afford to do that. But uh, about the CM Punk thing, that that that's a bit of a stretch. As much as we keep, oh no no like. 
I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to reiterate. I'm not saying CM Punk's going. I'm not saying he's going to be an all out. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's they alluded to it in a way. The buzz. Where yeah. eight, between WWE alluded to CM Punk and AEW alluded to CM Punk, they did it in a way that actually is bringing interest. So it's bringing interest to look at the show. You, you, right now, they got to do anything they can to get eyes on their product. But now well, let me ask you CM, this. CM Punk's teasing. CM Punk's been teasing about it point. for, I say, well over a month that he may or may not. He hasn't given any clear-cut answers. To There's been point. reports saying that he's been talking, he's been hanging out with AEW officials, AEW superstars, this and that, whatever. They To his point. I'm just saying, it's a, I'm saying is there a chance? Yes. The possibility, is it a guarantee? No. no. But that chance is still there. And it's that chance he, that everybody's clinging to. It's that, it's that small chance, no matter how little, that's bringing so many bringing so many eyes to all out to see what's going to happen with this whole CM Punk situation. If he doesn't show up, big deal. You still had a, you still had a chance to, show, to look at a potentially awesome paper. I'll right. let you say your point. I'll, after you, I'm going to say my point. All right, just and my last point, my last point is, for now is going to be towards these, uh, these wrestling fans. These wrestling fans, these wrestling fans. I don't think they understand what it is they're asking for when they say, oh, here it's war, it's all out war. You don't understand what you're asking for when you say that it's a war, that you want a war between AEW and WWE. If you look at the history between a, between WWE and WCW and this, that, whatever, you know that when a wrestling company goes to war, no matter whose side you're rooting for, if you're a wrestling fan, you want both sides to thrive. You do not want either side to lose a war because you're wanting it. If you want it, that's what you get. And now you're stuck with only one with only one type of flavor in terms of wrestling content when you could have had all we could have had all like a whole smorgasbord. You're not a whole smorgasbord, but you wanted to be you wanted to be you wanted to be bloodthirsty and you wanted to this whole war thing. It's like y'all need to shut up. Y'all need to just love the product for what they are. You have WWE picking up this slack. We have AEW on the rise. I'll uh, say it. IWW, I-W-W, I heard that. Impact. Say that one. IWW, you were saying that one. I heard that one. Yeah, <laughs> IWW. That's right. <laughs> okay, you got me, IWW. But my, 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 Somewhere my Tom's like, yes. <laughs> people need to stop asking for this whole war thing when they know it's not going to end well, no matter whose side you're rooting for. You have a whole smorgasbord. Enjoy it. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Get to your point. The point I'm trying to make about, I'm going back to the CM Punk thing. The way, to Aaron's point, the man just did a silly run-in at an indie, indie show at some random gym. And yeah. It wasn't in Illinois. I don't even know if it was I Illinois. Even know it was. But um, it was remotely close to his hometown because CM Punk don't do a fall for wrestling anymore at all. And it, was, it took him a lot to do this. That's what I heard. But... He did it. So it gives everyone this this deep hope that here's an independent promotion who happens to have a lot of flashy wrestlers that a lot of people love. You have that freedom to do what you want to do. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to have to sign a contract to do something on a long-term basis. It means you could just do a one-off and that'll be it. What, how crazy would it be for him just to walk into that building, do a one-off spot, and then leave? 
the roof will come off the place. But hang on. And but they they he, they leave that hope hanging over their heads. And yes, he is right. He's teased it because he's an opportunist. Why wouldn't I tease it? D- these people, you could. Th- he has them in the palm of their hand, in the palm of his hand. He can literally do manipulate us into thinking anything he wants us to manipulate us to think. But I'm not an idiot, and I know what you said about wrestling before and all that stuff. So I know that you're not trying to come back as a full time wrestler. That's not what you want to do. Like I said, once you're done getting, I told everybody this a long time ago. Every wrestler always leaves the business and then winds up coming back years later, talking about it's in my blood. I can't, I can't help it. Everyone said they're done with this place, done with that place, and they always find a way to come crawling back. So this man got his head beaten in the UFC for a little while. You're not cut out for that, buddy. I'm sorry to tell you. So stop training for it, and you should bring your butt back to pro wrestling because that's where you, that's where you, that's where you do your best business. That's what you're known to do. That's what you're good at. You're not good at MMA. You're not. So stop, You're not get, that, stop get that dream out of your head. MMA is not for you. Pro wrestling is for you. And you finally have a promotion that could be for you. Now, hang on. Let me just say one thing. But him, as his, his arrogance and his attitude, is going to hold him back from that. And he's going to stick to his guns. I'm not coming back to pro wrestling. I refuse. I hate pro wrestling. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And you're only saying that because people want you back so badly. Yeah. So you want to state your point. But he knows deep down inside he loves it. Now let me ask you this, Aaron. Yeah. All Out got a lot of love right now. For the what if factor. If CM Punk comes uh, back, the roof will go out into the stratosphere, uh, no, the never to be seen again. Oh, my. Chair streamers. Balloons, pop and circumstance, the Lord and Savior has returned. But what if he does not? <laughs> and you sell out the building and you put the stars and you're in Chicago. It's a win-win. And you, but you're AEW right now and does that slightly leave a bad taste in your mouth? Unless. Okay, if he doesn't come back, who cares? Okay. Day. Hang on, I want to get to that point in a second. Hold on, if they end up grabbing CM Punk, if they end up grabbing his interest, and he does end up showing up, if he does not get AEW a try, that's absolutely fantastic. But now let me ask you this. He doesn't have to wrestle. Hang on, hang on. If if they don't, if they don't, it doesn't matter if the entire product itself was phenomenal. If they all out lives up to the standards, that they said when they had when they hosted Double or Nothing with All Out, it doesn't matter if CM Punk's the CM Punk is like the icing on the cake. He's icing on the cake. Mm. But if the entire okay. if the entire product itself was top notch, was it if it was like high grade, D plus, maybe even A, if it's somewhere in there, it doesn't matter if CM Punk was there or not. Because it was still a good show regardless. But and you managed to you managed to open up some potential eyes to hey, not bad, not a pretty good show. He may not have been here, but with this with this kind of product, if they can keep this going, hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll tune in. Maybe I'll tune in to TNT and see what, what they do from there. But let me the let me, thing is you put eyes on the show. That's the important thing. But here, let me let me let me ask you this. 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 Still wasting time on he, he's Punk, extra. Man. He's extra, right? He's extra. It's icing on the cake, yeah, right? He's extra. Okay. Is Undertaker extra? Yes. Okay. Now, 
with the with the company in WWE where you have wrestlers such as Finn Balor, Ricochet, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins. Go to NXT and you have wrestlers such as Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. And we sit here and we say, Undertaker, really? That could be Bray Wyatt. That could be anybody. Anybody's spot. Really? But now we go to AEW and you have Adam Page, Christopher Daniels, Cody Rhodes. Hell, I'll throw Dustin Rhodes in there because he's pretty good. Joey Janela. John Moxley, Kenny Omega, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, Pentagon Jr., the Young Bucks, hell, MJF, you have all this young talent, Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, you have all this young he talent. Reading, are you reading? Yes. <laughs> you have all this young talent. Is he needed? So keep that same energy. Keep it. Keep it. I'm keep gonna tell it. You, I'm going to tell you why. Let me explain this to you. No, no, what, I don't want to. What, no, 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 what no, has please. CM Punk done in, fifth, in the last, what, he's won five years? Five years besides get his shit kicked in in UFC. A, At least Undertaker I'm has a, been working out. Now, I'm not saying Undertaker Aaron, is what I want. Him, I got you. I'm not saying Undertaker is what I want right now, but if we're sitting here saying, oh, God, Taker, are we serious? Listen. We have so much talent in NXT, this is bullshit, then keep that same energy because this man got his shit kicked in in UFC, but we're all sitting here about some goddamn stars. Like, look, I'm I'm going to explain. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let Rodney go. Let Rodney go. I got you. Profanity aside, I understand what Anthony is talking about. CM Punk has been out of the wrestling scene for years, and Undertaker has been consistently working, trying to put over, trying to put over some superstars, all this and all that. I understand that, but here's the difference between CM Punk and The Undertaker. The Undertaker, I'm sorry, I love him. I loved him when I was watching him as a kid, but right now, all he needs to do right now is just he he needs to wind down. He's done everything, and he's done everything he possibly can. He's given his heart, his body, his soul for this the, this the he's answer to that question is so simple. But they still keep trying to use him. They still keep trying to bring him back because WWE is. Aaron, you don't gotta go into all that. All right, no. hang on, hang on, hang on. We do have other people calling in. Aaron, thank you so much for calling in. I'm gonna let Rodney get to his point, and then we're gonna move on. It's it's not okay, that. It's, always a pleasure, guys. Aaron, thank you so much. It's so simple. The, the comparison to the Undertaker to CM Punk is not even close. You can't compare the two for the simple fact that Undertaker keeps coming back for some damn reason. The, only, the biggest difference between the two and why it would be so significant is for the closure factor. You got no closure with CM Punk. All the right, way he and is left, that my fault? He took his he ball and went home. Bye. Took his ball and went home. There is no closure factor there. So that's why the clamor of him coming back and people are drooling from the mouth about it. That's why they want it so bad because they want the closure. But that's and, on him and it's and that's one hundred percent. people ask, he goes, no, screw you. You're right. Shut up. I'm not coming You're back. You're right. I'm, I'll be the first person to tell you, you yeah. don't need him back. We don't you need don't. him. And we survived I'm, this long. It's but fine. I'm telling you why the people of Chicago, wrestling fans of Chicago, and wrestling fans all around the world want to see him so bad. They also just like to the, stir the pot, they, which ex- is what half of it is, Yeah, honestly. they want they want The people to that chant it drama. at WWE shows are not saying it because they want him back. They're saying they it because they want to that, piss us off. Yeah, they want— It's not that they, we miss him. No, you don't miss—I don't miss CM Punk. 
Do I miss his promo sometimes? I don't miss yeah. Big ass baby. If but you that's what YouTube's for. You that's what YouTube's go for. Back. <laughs> go back and look at that pipe bomb. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's true. But he chose but to walk what? away. Other people do it better. He chose to walk away. That's his choice. He chose to walk away, and he also but the chose closure. to be a giant ass baby. I don't need the, the closure. closure. I'm I sorry, know you I don't, don't need, need it. it. I don't need it. Kaylin doesn't need it. That was her favorite person in the that wrestling world. That was my favorite. That was her dime piece. Like that, that was my guy. Look, we don't need it. Sitting in this room, we can honestly tell you we don't care. I will take but there AJ are people Lee out back there any day. There are people out there that give a damn. Like, they really want to see it because they want the drama. They want the closure. They want to just see him. It's it's very, you saw how the internet blew up. It exploded. Like, Twitter lost their mind. Facebook, Facebook stopped working. It felt like when he just appeared in a hoodie, like, with a mask on. Like, they went crazy. Like, it's it's really scary how 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 one person literally has the whole wrestling world in the palm of their hand, mm-hmm. and he doesn't even want it. I mean, he listen. doesn't want it. That's his choice. He doesn't want so it. So then, if he doesn't want it, then goodbye. I don't need closure. Well, I'm not that, talking no, about you. Saying, you taking saying, it way too personal. That's fine. I'm talking about the people out there the people other than us. Say that. It's just him. He's the one. That's he's like, the one that doesn't want it. <laughs> Kalen made a great point. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if anyone heard it. If they want to do a really nice swerve in Chicago, you don't get CM Punk. You get the next best. The thing, person that actually wants to wants, come back to Russell wants to come back. I just watched an interview with her this morning, yes. and it pissed me off because she was so great and gets such shit because she was the first person to go like, "Hey guys, guess what? The women's division's crap." And like, I tried my best, and they. Told me no. She literally carried that damn division. She carried it. She was the first one. Agreed. That really, it's not the Bella Twins. Everyone wants to say the Bella Twins started. The Bella Twins come back when it's convenient for them and when money Like when they get tag titles on the line. (laughs) Chill out. She took her ball and went home (laughs) and then actually did something bad and said, like, listen, it was not good for my mental health. Like, she actually had reasons Mm -hmm. for it. It wasn't a bitch baby. Did you watch the interview? No, I did not. They said that the men would come in the back, like Carano and them, would come and go, are your manicures good? Your makeup doesn't yeah, look good no, today. No, I, I did see the one Why where... Why are you not losing... You need to be losing weight. Your hair yeah, is too thin. You need I did to see extensions. the one where... It might have been in her book. I don't know exactly where she mm-hmm. said that she wasn't over. And Vince said the reason why... Like, you're over... But does the crowd want to have sex with you? Like, I yeah, saw that one. That's what, because she was, that's what everybody drew, what drew her to everybody was that she was the, I'm just like you. I play video games too, and yeah. I love wrestling. And like, that was a taboo thing for the woman to be like, oh, I love wrestling. It was like, what? You don't love going to the beach? Like, in a bikini? Like, yeah, it was you more. Actually like, watching wrestling? It was really catty too. Like, they, the, like the women back then, like mm-hmm. the AJ, AJ Lee era, um, they didn't really wrestle. Like they just slapped and yeah. hair pull, and you know there wasn't it wasn't, like, it wasn't wrestling like it is she, right now. It's like sick to say, but she was before her time. Yeah. If she was now, she oh my said goodness, in the interview so that she match. doesn't think it would have worked to her benefit. She would have gotten lost, and she was like, "And that's fine." She didn't care about that. Fair she enough. Was like I did what I had to do. But her wrestling would have got I, over because she could go in the ring. Yeah. It would have definitely got her over with us as wrestling, as true wrestling fans and smarks. 
would so we would appreciate her wrestling. She's so divided as a person. I know people that love her, and then I think people say she's overrated and didn't do anything. She's a baby because she left. I think no. she kind of was like, "Look, I did everything. You gotta look. I see the direction she you're going in." She didn't. She did what I gave Miz the credit for doing. Yeah. She took whatever she was given and made the best out of it. Everyone's like, "Well, she's a slut. She did all those storylines." Like, yeah, she again, she was giving that. Kidding. She was taking what she wasn't was given. Sleeping with John Cena, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> what, do you. What do you want her to do? She can't. This is what she they was gave also her. Also left because she was in a situation that her husband just left on bad terms, and she was like, "Okay, great. Like, if they're gonna do that to him, guess what they're gonna do?" To like, him? this is the reason why she Renee. Quit while she was ahead. This is the reason why Renee probably hasn't got like the shit under the stick because like. Dean, now John Moxley, did what the appropriate way to leave. Like, I'm not, I'm not resigning. Things. I'm not resigning. I'm, but my contract's up. You give me a contract. That's cool. No, I'm leaving. Which I honestly think is what AJ did and just didn't make yeah, it public. No, it was, didn't have to. There was no bridges burned with no, uh, AJ. No, she just went. All right, that was fun. Thank well, you. With a husband, done. bridges were burned. Mm-hmm. He, what, what Moxley did was they didn't fire him on his wedding. It's thing. called. But yeah. listen. But what the papers were sent out, it wasn't it wasn't certified mail directly on his web day on purpose. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, mailed as, out and as happened to come on agree, as much day. as I want to agree with that, though. <laughs> like, come on, I can see Triple H in the bin back, like, but ha, look, ha, ha, look, Vince, this is what we're gonna do. If that was purposely done, somebody would have dropped it off directly to his house. Like, hey, here you go. You've been served. Hey, Mr. Mr. Phil, note from Vince. I'm telling you, no, but I'm serious. I'm serious. They have enough balls to do something like that. Oh, so yeah. if it was that, the way he's explaining, oh, they fired me on my wedding day. Dude, they sent the letter out and it happened to come to your house yeah. on your wedding day. Get over it. They also have enough balls, though, to get they came to your house to, to make sure he would have said the next day. He would have sent Mr. Mr. John Lever, hey, punk, how you doing? Here you go. Letter for Vince. It's a, it's, a funny, it's a funny picture of Vince the Grizz's party. And then walk like, away. And walk away. There's no picture in here at all. Come on, stop it. This, this. Oh, they fired me on my wedding day. The only part of, like I said, the only point of his complaint I had was the way he was dealt with with his health issues, and him having the staph infection and all that stuff, and the way it was handled. That is where I say, okay, I hear you, I understand that. That's what things could have been. Like I said, on your way out the door, things could be handled a lot better. Yeah, at the time and, too. And like your storyline and all that stuff that has nothing to do with your injuries. You talk about your injuries, that's one thing. When you talk about your story and what you want, didn't want to do, that's another thing. You also sound like a little bitch when you cry about your storyline. Yeah, you cry about your storyline, but you have one of the greatest title runs of all time. Kiss my ass. Go do your job. Like I understand you're salty. Like listen, I, I'm I'm not the biggest CM Punk fan. Like spoiler alert. Like I understand you're salty. You got had to drop the titles on the Rock to push Rock and Cena. But you also got the face of the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like, there's only a handful of people who get to see. Everybody that. got to do that. Now I understand you might have should have should have broken the streak, and that would have been like a nice little icing on the cake, and that would have elevated you to the goddamn moon. At the you were already there, and it would have put you past the moon. And I understand you'd be a little salty at that factor, but like, if you look if you look at like Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose took every crap that was given to him and said I'm going to take it but I'm going to make sure it's the best thing. I'm going to take it with thing. the pooper scooper in my hand. Yeah, and I'm going to make sure it's the best thing you watched. Like uh, on on let's, let's think about this for a second. How how can we continue to want somebody so bad like he like he did so much great. Yeah, he was a great wrestler, 
But Joe Brooks the person. Now go look at like, other people. Like, Find a new favorite. Guys, that's what I did. I, I said this when the whole thing happened. When when I went off, mm-hmm. I said, "Look, get over it. He's gone. All right." It's guys, embarrassing. Stop, you guys. You sound so. Yeah, like, come on, man. And it's not like it's been a year. You it's cried. been five years. But, you, but no one cried the same way for guys that have left before that were better than him. Like, this is what I'm saying. Guys have walked out this company and left and went to other places who are better than him. Like, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right Ambrose. now. If. Exactly. If shit goes, if shit Bret goes Hart, down. Nobody cried for Brett. If shit goes and down, the way and you he wanna, went, that was probably the worst. And you want to hijack a show? Don't chance CM Punk because he took his ball and went home and never wrestled another day in his life. Dean Ambrose took his ball and went to another brand. Chant <laughs> John Moxley. If that's what you really want to like, stick it to Vince and stick it to the man. No, you chant CM Punk and they literally laugh at you. How many times do they? Ambrose. Yeah, Ambrose or, or John Moxley or. Screw it, chant AEW. You really want to stick it to the man? This, I chant one, that. One better for you. Moxie's gonna kill you. That was a perfect chant. Mm-hmm. Like he single handedly might just ruin your whole brand. The way he's been, the way he's been going, he's been on a roll, man. I tell you, man's been on fire since he left. Love we'll to see how he does in the in the G one. Um, might I add, uh, Archer and Will Ospreay, if you guys haven't seen that match yet, go check it out. It's actually phenomenal. Also, I do want to give a shout-out really, really quick to one second. Let me pull it up. It's oh, a, I see giving out shout-outs. It's a perfect time for me to say thank you to all our listeners and our commenters. Oh, absolutely. Comment section for listening in on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're a little crazy, but yeah, we're a little off the rails, but you know what? CM Punk really grinds my gears. He if, does grind my gears. I don't like that we waste so much time on him. Like it's it's really really disturbing. Like it's it's like you you want to go back to this abusive kind of relationship that you you have with him. Like he breaks your heart and you're still wanting him. Like stop, guys. It's over. He walked out on you. He gave up on you. He didn't give a damn because if he gave a damn, he would have did it the right way and went somewhere else. He didn't care about pro wrestling anymore. All right, before I give a shout-out because I have it pulled up, um, Chris Brown, keep in mind, Anthony, in Mox's AEW contract, he has an out clause after one year. There was talk that he had a plan in place for him to return at the 2020 Rumble if that were the case. That was true, and then he said, and now I think about it, and there is no way I'm going to go back right now. Like he, I mean, he even said he's that's like, such a smart contract, though. Go to AEW. If it doesn't work, come back. Um, I do want to give a shout-out, though, to, uh, if you're here on Long Island, check out 93.3. Uh, they have a show at 11 o'clock at night called Takedown Breakdown. And the reason why I want to do give them a shout-out is that this Sunday, uh, this Monday, August, mm. excuse me, on August 19th, I apologize, August 19th, they will have in studio Lance Archer. So the guy who just faced Will Ospreay. Uh, they will have wow. him in the studio. So make sure you tune in to them. Uh, but Buddy I Went to College has a show. They're hooking, uh, hooking everybody up right now. So make sure you go check that out. Take Down Breakdown on 90.3 WHPC. Uh, you can also like check them. Say something else. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, you can also check them out. you know what that out. is? You can, wow. You can also check them out on Google and Twitter. Uh, take Down Breakdown. So we have uh, about 20 minutes left in the show. You sure? No. Are you sure about that? We've got about 20 minutes left in the show as we started at 2.30, so we'll go 2.30 to 4.30 today. Do we have a list? No. we have a top 10 list today? Make a, I'll do a list for you. All right. As we, we get the list prepared. Alistair Black's opponent is going to be? 
Okay. All right, so today's cool. top ten list will be, I guess, not funny. It'll be serious. Well, who I is? Could, I could be funny. I'm, oh. I'll be funny. All right, so one. who is Alistair Black's opponent at Extreme Rules? Who knocked on that man's door? Big Bird. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, we ten. didn't knock Big it. Bird. He kicked it down. All right, no, seriously, though, let's do the top ten list. Who do you think is actually versing at uh, Extreme Rules? Who do you think is going to be? Randy. Randy Orton. It's gonna be Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Oh, you know who number one would have been on if we did a real list? Number one, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 um, wow. yeah. Who do you think it's gonna be? You got Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I think Cesaro. Hmm. Who you got? Cesaro. What a match. What? Who do you think? Pennywise the clown. That'd be cool. Wow. Uh, did you guys see? Who do you think will be Roman's tag team partner? Gilbert. Pennywise the clown. Doink the clown? Do you think Bray Wyatt will be involved in any way, shape, or form in this storyline or the Aleister Black one? I think, if anything, the Aleister Black storyline will suit the best. I hope, man. I mean, I hope. Someone's knocking on Aleister Black's door and Bray Wyatt keeps saying, let Let me me in. I know. It writes itself. Wow, kid, you just figured this out? It literally writes itself. Big Bird. It's it's the bunny. It writes itself, oh, but it's the, it's the demon Vince McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> with the horns, just leaning. It's got track. I mean, it literally writes itself. You know, let me in. Who's you know, open, knock on my door type thing. Yeah, I would yeah, hope. No. Can you imagine Bray Wyatt, Alistair Black? But here's the thing. Here's the reason why it can't be Bray Wyatt. Mm. If it's Bray Wyatt, Alistair Black at Extreme Rules, mm. both of them need to win. Alice Black would need a win. How about it just ends in a no contest? They beat the hell out of each other. I yeah. mean, protect them both. Ha 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 ha. I mean, hopefully. Figured it out. We're talking about protecting people. Did you hear the match that we're going to have on Raw? I'm really worried about oh, it. Oh, God. Because we knew we had Mike and Maria versus yes. those guys, the men. I'm just going to call them the men. Um, the real men. And man. You, you watched that and you knew that that was going to be a squash. You know who it is this week? No. Oh, my God. Andrade and Selena Vega, and I really don't. Why are we that. doing couples matches? This is weird. Because is the mixed match challenge the coming up? Because it's the men. This is, this but why weird. are we gonna? Andrade's red hot. He's easily one of the most talented guys in the company right now, and we're gonna have him squash the Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, hope that Paul Heyman's smart and makes it like a real. Oh, you know, no, this is gonna be a run-in. That, that match is Please not gonna just end. Don't let that be like. Don't make Selena Vega look that's, like a weak bitch. That's going to be the opportunity for Lacey Evans and. It's the go-home show, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin to run in I and hope so, do a little stompy stomp. Andrade's leader, too, they're too good to be... To be jobbers. Especially Zelina. Zelina does so well. She's so good. She like takes where you can't get promo time on TV. She goes to Instagram. Well, they do. No, it's a, it's a, you said jobbers, so I said shut up. Oh, oh I was like... <laughs> She just did a really quick video on Instagram of a Seth Rollins action finger and like flicked its head. <laughs> wow, that's it. She's just so good. Yeah, I, and but besides that, like she's good in the ring, you know. So, I hope the guy they don't have them. Job. I hope she beats up Seth Rollins. Let's go. I mean, does anyone also think like they're kind of burying, burying, burying Seth Rollins in this whole thing? They literally called there's him nothing, a bitch. They called him the man's the, man. There's nothing wrong with a woman being strong. No, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. But the same exact... Shout out to the U.S. women's 
Soccer team. Shout out to World the Cup US. champs. Can yeah, you can you say that any more like you know freaking <laughs> any more? Uh, what's the guy's <laughs> name? Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Singer. Ah, oh, see, skies are blue. That guy. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, because you. I, what? <laughs> I forgot his name, but you out here. Shout are you out kidding? Soccer team. You don't know who that is. I forgot who is it. Who is it? I'm not telling you. I'm not gonna tell you. Nobody tell him. Break me, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Fancy <laughs> feast. <laughs> what was the other thing? It was oh. new sports car. Yeah, new sports car. Uh, break me off, be that fancy feast. What is it? Nobody oh, tell uh, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, I can't. I can't. What a wonderful world. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> oh boy. No. Mom, me, and Anthony, me and Anthony's song that we're going to sing at karaoke. Yeah. It's Under the Boardwalk. That's oh, yeah. our song. Out <laughs> <laughs> of the sun, under the boardwalk. Oh, my God. Anything from Fleetwood Mac, I got you. Uh, really? I've never seen that movie either. What? <laughs> Is that a movie? Are you being... Are you being funny? No, I'm being serious. Actually, <laughs> I've never heard those three words in a sentence. You've never heard of Fleetwood Mac? Nope. Yes, you have. Get out. You've never heard of Landslide? Dreams? The Chain? Oh, it's a band. Go Your Own Way? I heard that was a Go Your Own Way. He went. Oh, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Oh. Fleetwood Mac rumor is one of my favorite out al- like one of the it's best. It's a British albums. American rock band formed that's in Stevie London. That's Stevie Nicks. Yep. No talk to sure, me. That sure is uh that sure is Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Still hot to this day. Rumor. Shout out Stevie Nicks. Can we talk about how I really didn't know this and then like I did my <laughs> research on the album Rumors? Mm-hmm. They didn't talk to each other. Yeah. Unless it was about the music that whole time. <laughs> Chris they Brown wrote that album. Chris Brown sent me a funny picture. And, and it's, it's tri- about you being an idiot. It's Triple H standing in a cemetery, and it's his WWE yes, NXT cemetery. That. And here are the people who are uh, in the cemetery. Uh, Finn Balor. Ooh. You know. Um, you got to play some sad music. Uh, hang on. Yeah, I was going to think. Yeah, get that sad music. Well, uh, I'll just keep burying yeah, keep, Anthony about how he doesn't me. know Fleetwood Mac. He's never heard the song said, Landslide. I've never seen that movie. You've never heard Landslide? That's like Maybe? the one song that makes everybody ah. cry. Was that Stitch? I actually can do a really good Stitch. I can tell you just but, did it. Um, Let's hear it. No, I'm not gonna sing last. Why song. not? Not the not the Dixie Chicks version. Please don't put that on. All right. Why do you always play this? Because this is sad music. Every time I hear this, I think of Arrested Development when they play All right. Christmas time. So Christmas. so I could play. I could also play that song too. Um, so WWE NXT. That's my sem- favorite part. A Charlie Brown's Christmas is <laughs> where they all look at the air and go, ooh. Right. That's WWE NXT Cemetery. Okay, guys. We're gonna pour some out for Finn Balor. Oh man. We're we're gonna we're gonna pour some out for is AO- that what you mean? Pour some out. AOP, right? AOP. We're pouring some out for AOP. AOP. Uh, we're also gonna pour some out for Ty Dillinger, the ooh, WWE what? version of Ty Dillinger. We're also going to pour out some uh, for American Alpha. American Alpha. Wow. Uh, uh, Ap- Apollo Crews. Uh, we're also going to pour some out for uh, Bobby Roode. Uh, Adrian Neville. Um, this one, we're going to pour some WWE because of him, where he's in the cemetery. He's trying to get revived, resuscitated. Uh, 
Tyler Breeze. Oh. Pour some out for Tyler Breeze. Uh, literally pour some out for Sanity as oh. they're not a thing anymore. Oh. Um, pour some out for Sami Zayn. Uh, oh, wait now, minute, hold on. Now here's the front. Yeah, I mean hey. he's not really doing much. Now this Will is. Will you look at that, Kevin? This is the front. Please. This is the front. video <laughs> ever. This is the front row of the NXT cemetery. We're gonna pour some out for Alexander Rusev. Oh, stop it! Alexander Rusev. Pour some out for. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, definitely. Also, we can pour some out. We can pour some out for his theme song. Jesus. Uh, pour some out for Asuka, as where the hell has she been? Yeah, what? Kurt Angle. I'm really excited for Asuka tonight. And we also have two uh, un like gravestones with no names on them yet, which is question marks. Alistair Black will go there. Can we pour some out for hopefully maybe not Alistair Black? And Don't they have Ricochet on there with a question front mark? Front and center, Ricochet with a question, with a question mark. <laughs> Triple H is just sitting there Pew! hoping. One and yeah, one. I hate it. I hate it. Pew! You know Kevin Dunn's in the background like, pew, 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 pew. There's big show. teeth. There's big teeth. Yeah, you, got, you ever see Kevin Dunn's teeth? No, I Man, Look up Kevin Dunn's Kevin's teeth. Kevin Dunn's teeth are like this, uh, yo. Uh, he got these teeth. I want to see my reaction. He got these he teeth like, like this. looks like Sid the Sloth in Ice Age. And you better watch. Like, he's messing up the music. Like, he's out there. He's hitting the buttons. and like He, he probably did the Street Profits. He, pro <laughs> he probably his did the Big street teeth hit messed up. Oh, my God. Look at that man's teeth. <laughs> 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 His big ass doofy teeth. Yo, you make all that money, you still couldn't get your teeth fixed. You can't get those veneers. What? Like, but that's uh, what I'm saying, though. That's why WWE dude, they make implants. That's brother. why WWE has sucked so much oh is because Kevin Dunn's teeth are out there hitting the controls. Picture. Yeah, yo, he got. Oh my Jesus! He got the teeth of, of a man, bro. His teeth are manly teeth. You got them British Kevin. teeth. Oh, it's the police. Yeah, oh, yo, when I used to watch uh, What God. Culture, they used to make fun of his teeth all the time. <laughs> you, you I remember. This? It's John O'Clock. It's John O'Clock. Look at this. The end is nigh. Yeah, man. Yo. Like, I can't be talking. Like, I got a gap in my teeth right he here. He got two sticks of trident in the front of his mouth. Oh, Chill my it up God. Sugar-free orbit. Uh, Chris Rodriguez goes, hopefully, with Heyman at the helm, he'll create some new stars and push some NXT guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully, this NXT graveyard does not grow anymore. As it has taken the the lives of many. Have you never seen the clip of Sami Zayn going, Would you look at that, Kevin? It's the police. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. I always forget about it, and then I see a clip of it, and I go... Nah, no, go, I was, we're going to start a GoFundMe for Kevin Dunn gets defixed. <laughs> no, that's a problem. Hashtag Kevin Dungle Fix Your Teeth. <laughs> Like Wait, somebody trying to say that he yeah. looks like Jerry Seinfeld. Don't, he does. Don't, don't disrespect Jerry. He Seinfeld does look like, like Jerry that. Seinfeld. Oh, WWE kind of related. Did you see? Um, uh, is that your phone? Oh, someone, someone. Echo, Echo, Echo. Uh, with that being said, did you see uh, Jerry Seinfeld throw out the first pitch for the uh, for the Mets? Did you see what theme song he came out to? No. Brock Lesnar. Wow. Did now, you see? Jerry, it's your pitch. Dun, 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 dun. Did what you see Mac come out for <laughs> Chase Utley? Who? Hmm. 
Gotta watch a silly sunny Philadelphia show next Shout out Tommy Canley uh, pitches WWE theme songs. He warms up WWE theme songs. I remember he warmed up. A lot to of hockey teams do W. A lot of Kevin Owens. I hear. Yeah, it's nah, I hear a lot of Stone Cold. Yeah, a lot of Stone Cold. I hear a lot of Kevin Owens. I like because Kevin Owens' themes get you ready, man. I, mean, it, I like it. You really never heard? Would you look at that, Kevin? What's the police? <laughs> Are you ready? <sighs> Make sure you guys go check it out. All you have to do is look, go on YouTube and you just type in, Would you look at that, Kevin? It's the police. Should be a drop on the show. Would you look at that, Kevin? It's the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's dying. <laughs> yeah. It's our favorite drop in the world. And so we should close the show. Would that? you look at that, Kevin? It's the police. Anthony, the please tell me you're looking it up. Yes. I so you can just see his face. I'm looking it up right now. It's a five-second clip. Five seconds. They, they literally don't see Rodney. Kevin, it's the police. Did you ever fix the transition? That's so stupid. Was I sitting here on the show the whole time not being seen? No, I fixed it. And if you weren't seen, so what? You got What? You better be seen, not heard. Oh my or it's God. heard and not wow. seen. Yeah, why don't you get in the back and make a kick shit? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you make that sandwich. Yeah, man. Let's go. Jeff from Tampa wanted Killer to make me a sandwich. I'm happy she did. Tampa, go to Tampa. Go to Tampa and make, make, make him a, a sandwich, sandwich and go. Your food's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, look, look at that, Kaylin. It's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> All right. Do we have it this week in wrestling, Rodney? Today. Oh, that sounds like a hard no. Do you have it this week in wrestling? Uh, hard no. I just want to give my daily shout out to the Iconics. Oh, nice. I just love them. I watched a whole clip of. You love them? Yes. Okay. They're so funny. They are. Do you watch their backstage stuff? Yes. No. Have you seen the compilation of on YouTube of their backstage stuff? That <laughs> Billy Kay starts off interviews by going, "Hey, Kayla." And yes. he yells and then goes, oh, what, you go to journalism for that question? You go to journalism for that? Is that where you learned that question? You took a journalism no, did class? Did you ever see that compilation? You gotta be joking me. You gotta be joking you gotta me. You gotta be joking me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Bill, let me she was dehydrated? <laughs> no, Billy Kay is fucking That was wild. really good. I Billy know. Kay That's why hilarious. I get mad when. She has to be the one of the funniest women I've one? ever seen in my life. I'm telling you right now, she is funny. She's so funny. She is tremendously funny. For that I gotta one. send you the compilation. You really? gotta be joking me. No, she. You, you, if you watch the compilation and hear her do it, it's Listen, identical. Where all these doors, they don't have any exits. <laughs> Look at all these doors. It's just another empty door. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, man. I told you, that's why I got mad that you and the son. Iconic. That's that's that is not iconic at all. At all. Hey, Kayla. Hey, Kathy. Well, that's going to do it for us here today at Behind the Barricade. I want to thank Aaron and Andrew for calling in. Both starting with letter A. Both calling in today, Aaron, for, you know, talking about some AEW and also getting us into a little heated debate about uh, Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Uh, Punk? CM Punk. CM Punk. I was gonna say it, but it's no all you. Uh, 
uh, yeah, we already we already want to fight with uh, Bully Ray, so we don't, you know we might as well bring CM Punk. Hey, in CM Punk, yeah. square up! No, he never answered us either. Yeah, you little punk. wench. Little punk. punk. Little CM Punk. <laughs> uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so, so, so much for oh listening in. I, I, I do want to say thank you to Aaron. <laughs> what? I got to find this my compilation. For I got it. I got it. got it, it already? All right, I want to thank Aaron. And I want to thank Andrew for calling in. Aaron for talking about CM Punk. And Andrew for talking about Slammiversary. Tonight, make sure you guys go watch it. As well as... Uh, all the comments, all, all, all the comments, such as Christopher Brown, Chris Rodriguez, Megan for tuning in. Thank you again. Baby Bowls. Baby Bowls. Baby Ezra. New, our I love youngest so much. viewer. Our youngest viewer. New He's listener. New listener today, Joshua Green. Thank you new so much. New listener today, Baby Bowls. Tom, specialty Frazier, IWW. Shout out, shout out. Make shout sure out. you guys follow them at ImperialWrestling.com and see when that show two is going to be. Also, follow them on, face, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube, whole nine yards, and watch their videos that are going to be coming out uh, inside IWW. Uh, you get a whole lot of lot of wrestling from them, so make sure you check it out. IWW, that's IWW. Uh, shout out Janelle, shout out Sid. Uh, Janelle with the uh, breaking news: if a girl smacks your ass, then you lost. I guess I took a few L's in the past like week and a half. Uh, shout out Patricia Harris for tuning in and being here today. Did you really go? Uh, yeah, I'm going through the comments. Again, shout out to Megan Bulls and Baby Bulls for tuning in as okay. well. Also, one last shout out. I do want to give a shout out to Monty and the Pharaoh Show from Village uh, Island Connection Radio tuned in. Said, good stuff, guys. Keep it up. I do want to collaborate with them, so keep on tuning in to see how we can work with them. They're a wrestling show Absolutely. actually down the road. So make sure you check them out too, Monty and the Pharaoh, as well as Take Down Breakdown, True Heels, Jobber Tears Podcast. Like I always say, if one of us I succeeds, w- we and all succeed, and as well as IWW. And Big Little Lies. It's on tonight, 9 o'clock. And I guess Big Little Lies. Are you done? No. But Chris uh, couldn't be done? Chris couldn't be here tonight, <laughs> today, as he had some other good shit to do. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for Behind the Barricade today. For Anthony Carragher, Rodney Harris, Chris, oh, Chris DeCarlos isn't here, and Caitlin. I always make, have to make sure you're last, so I have a little thing. Chris couldn't be here. Yeah, he's he's up there <laughs> dealing with some good shit. And Caitlin, thank you so much for always being here. <laughs> She's always iconic. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next week, Sundays 2 to 4, here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Before all of us, that'll do it. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.